Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Monsters Who Murder. Serial Killer Confessions. With Amanda Howard and Robert McKnight. Hello and welcome to Monsters Who Murder as the serial killer whisperer. Amanda Howard joins me to talk about and listen to a compelling case. This is part two of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Yes, and it's it's quite interesting. My daughter actually wanted to do this episode instead of me because she's a bit obsessed with this case and it has nothing to do with me. She has gone down all of the rabbit holes but with this case and really wanted to sit in and, and be the serial killer whisperer today, but I told her no. <laughs> it, it's funny you say this because my daughter is aware of this case and actually was talking about this case and said she wants to listen to this episode and she's not into true crime and, and, and all that kind of stuff, but she knows about this. She's 13. Yeah, I well, so is my daughter. Actually, she's 14. Yes, um, she is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's more to do with the fact that I think the, the girl who plays Gypsy Rose in the movie, I can't remember what it's called, The Vow, no, not The Vow, something else, well, whatever it's called, um, the girl who plays Gypsy Rose in that um TV series is actually played by the girl from Kissing Booth, which is a big teen movie on Netflix. Right. And so a lot of uh, teenage girls know of her because she played these both dual roles. So I think it's more to do with that, that they liked the actress and she did well in Kissing Booth and I've watched both of those films, that they went and watched the um, Gypsy Rose one too. Okay, well, look, it's a big case. There's a lot to get through in this episode, so let's get into it. Because the body of Claudine D.D. Blanchard was found murdered in her Missouri home on June 14, 2015. She had been stabbed to death and had died several days before she was found. Police had gone to the home following several strange Facebook posts on D.D.'s Facebook page. Police not finding Gypsy Rose, D.D.'s mentally and physically handicapped daughter, had feared she may have been kidnapped. The day after the discovery of Dee's body, though, Gypsy Rose was found in the company of her online boyfriend, Nick Godajon. She confessed to not having any of the disabilities her mother had claimed that she had, and in particular, she could walk. So now let's return to Detective Hancock as he tries to make Gypsy focus, and she finally questions the way her mother died. We will remember, Amanda, in the last episode, the death was brought up. She did not mention it. She did not. She just sort of went, oh, is she? Did not seem surprised by that at all. But now she's realising she has to ask how she died. Let's have a look. Why did this happen? I don't know. You do know why it happened? Okay. I don't know why it happened. Let me tell you something. I walked out that door. Did she have a heart attack? 
this last week he is really doing most of the talking and we saw this with the female officer in the Arias tapes there are better ways to get it done in my opinion he is pushing and every time she tries to answer he says no this is how she apparently spent her life isn't it being told no he's controlling the conversation and that it's not going to push her to where she needs to be Surely. Yeah, yeah ab- absolutely, because what we have is um, she wants to tell the story. She wants to start at Once Upon a Time, and he wants her to start with the happily ever after, which it's not actually. The murder but, ever know, after. Yeah, yeah, you know, she she wants to start with, you know, A plus B equals C, and that's not what he wants to do. He just wants to talk about how she died and why she died. He mm. is coming at this at a very weird place, and, of course, we'll, we have hindsight and we can see what's going on. He he doesn't have the foresight. He knows that there's something wrong because, you know, they, they took her to the hospital and they did all, all of that and they know that she can walk, you know, but she's still claiming that, that she is um, mentally delayed, but we can kind of see that she's not because she's quite manipulative. But um, he won't let her tell the story and a lot of people need to tell the story. They need to provide the background. It's not about going in with those specific details. She wants to actually go through how they reached this point and he just wants to know the why. Well, the why started when she was three months old, but he's not going to listen to that. Yeah, exactly. And after stopping her from answering for an entire five minutes while he listed friends who want to know why, Gypsy finally gets a few words in. They just want to know why. So what am, what am I supposed to go and tell them? What am I supposed to do? Okay. Because I'm, here's I'm the... just wondering the question you're asking. Why? What happened? Why? Why? Why did I come up here? Why did something happen to my mom? And that's why I'm asking. Was, why? She had a lot of medical conditions. Okay. This is not a medical condition. You know that. It's not a medical condition at all. Okay. All your friends and family. Please. If I don't be, if I can't go home, please listen to me. If I can't go home and tell them why this happened, why this happened, that's all they want to know. If I can't go home and tell them that, guess what? They're, they're going to wonder for the rest of their life. It's going to hurt them. Please tell me she did not commit suicide. She she had bipolar. Hey, and- we're, we're not going to get off on that track. really interesting. He seems pissed off that she isn't playing his game, but she is playing a very good game, isn't she? She is. She is playing an amazing game and as we can see, she's now said, did she have a heart attack? And now she's brought up suicide and put into that that she had bipolar. So here's her playing that game. So she knows that this is what her mother would do for her. They would get in places purely because the mother would go up to the front counter and say, oh, my daughter has this, this, this and this and this and can't walk. And they would walk through queues. They wouldn't have to stop. So she's now playing it the other way, saying, oh, she's laying the groundwork that her mother was ill and, you know, so she's saying 
saying these things that this could lead to something, mm. but he has gone in there with the agenda and this is an issue because he is going in expecting it to be two young teens, though they're 20s, um, have have killed the mum because, you know, Romeo and Juliet's type scenario, you know, she, she didn't want her daughter to see this guy and, you know, and so they killed her to get together, whereas there is a lot more nuances in him because of the things like um, the um, Munchausen's by proxy, which should come into it, but he's not allowing her to do this. And this is why some detectives need to step back and let someone else walk in, like they did in the Arias case. Though um, Detective Flores was doing really well, he still stepped out and let another officer step in to see if there was something else because he wasn't getting anywhere. Though she was talking, it wasn't getting the answers that they need. This officer really needs to step out and let someone come in, say the female officer that's with Nick, to see if that would change it. But, you know, for her, her to now start talking about the suicide, you know, this is manipulation. She is playing the game and she almost slipped up with, you know, the what happened and then changed what she, what she was going to say because she's playing. You know, her, her whole life has been an entire lie and she knows how to lie. Very, very good point. Let's go back to the interrogation. You know what happened? You, you do know what happened? You were there, okay? Wait, no. Yes, yes, you were. You were there. I was there. Okay. I tell you, I got you, you're, you're leaving stuff out. You know something, and you're afraid. You're scared. I am afraid, and I am Are scared because I don't know what to So has on. somebody threatened you? Um, what do you mean threatened? What do you think a threat is? What do you consider a threat? Um... Somebody ever said that to you? Um, no. Yes, they have. I am so confused by this. Yeah. Why is he putting this idea in her head? It, does it feel to you like he's his theory here is Nick killed the mum and she witnessed it? Yep. And that she's trying, he's trying to say that Nick is threatening her. That's yep. the feeling I get from this. He's going in with a predetermined idea of what happened, and he's now trying to get her to fulfil that prophecy in a way, because he's given her an option she hadn't even considered. She seemed confused by the question. Well, yeah, it took her seven seconds to answer, which is a long time. And we know that in this in this program that we do, that we talk about the times that people delay answering. And now she's been given an, an extra card to play, that she's been, you know, a victim in, in this as well. Because it started off that she was likely going to be found dead as well, that the person who killed the mum killed the daughter. That was where this scenario started. To then find out that she's alive and well and living with a boyfriend in another state, this is mm. where the story started to change. And so now... Now, she has gone from victim to perpetrator, so now he's offering her the option to be the victim again and say that she was taken under duress and everything. But as you said, she hadn't even thought of this as as a possible get-out-of-jail-free card. So now that he's brought it up, she's going to play it. Mm. Well, as he keeps going and saying the same thing over and over again, as he has for the past hour of the interview, she finally says something. Just because we do bad things doesn't mean that other people don't love us. Doesn't mean that your mom doesn't love you. Look, I'm going to tell you this, but please don't don't think I did it because I did anything to put all you 
for a lie, Amanda. She keeps slipping up. <laughs> yeah. And she just lied again, you know, but what did I, but it made it to actually be the truth because she, she said, don't think I did it and then changes it, you know, so she's getting a bit sloppy because he is bringing up these other ideas that she is losing her train of thought as we've done before in other interviews. These killers want to get their dialogue out and they don't want yes. to have the, the, the script change. So, you know, she has just then slipped up quite badly by saying that she didn't do it, but, you know, now she's there. Now he has her at the place where it's going to happen. So has has his, has his uh, approach worked? He's gone round and round in circles and confused her. No, because um, <laughs> because she's still going to play the game, though she's doing it not as good as she was. But um, if you watch Nick's... Um, interview he confesses straight up like the first words he, he says is i'm not going to lie to you i did it and um and we'll play that soon but yeah we're coming to nick in yeah, a moment you know but we've just gone through several hours of her chatting to police officers and being quite open and chatting that one of those could have come in and done this now hancock's probably from missouri and is doing it because it's his case and his territory and all of that i'm not quite sure where his his jurisdiction is but he hasn't done it as well as the female officer has who does nick so it's quite mm. interesting but he now has Gypsy close to that precipice, but she could easily pull it back again. Okay. Well, Gypsy continues and again puts all the blame on Nick. Look, Nick and my mom didn't get along very good. But that's all I know. So why do you think Nick did this? I didn't say he did. Sweetheart, I already know. I've already talked to people, okay? And right now? He said he hated my mom, but because my mom didn't want us to be together. But I was getting on my mom's nerves. Her nerve medicine was running out. Her patience was getting very thin for me, sticking up for him every time. Good job, proud of you. Good job. And so I... I she asked me to stay away from him, and I promised her I would. Okay. And then she just said, well, if you want to go, go. I guess out of love she did that, because she wanted me to be happy. So why did this happen to your mom? What was the reason for it? I don't know. All I know is that... Why, why didn't it hurt her? Sweetheart. What was his reason behind this? And we're back to that why. I can't see why. He knows I love my mom. He knows that that she's the most important thing to me. So why do you think he did this to her? He only said something to me that he said that it's us against the world and He's going to protect me no matter what and that we were going to get married and everything and nothing was going to stop us. Okay, even your mom. So he took care of that, didn't he? Um, what do you mean? I don't think he meant ever hurt her. I mean, he's very sweet. He's very kind. I mean, 
Ryan, I think. He doesn't like police that much. He, he's kind of a, a radicalist, I guess you would call it. Okay. But, um... Sweetheart, your mom loves you very much. So we're not going to go off on what Nick believes and what he doesn't believe. Let's start talking about why Nick did this to your mom. And you know why he did this. Does the cop know for sure that Nick did this? Because he's going in very hard and fast that Nick did this. No, because they interview Nick second. So they they sort of overlap a bit because if, if you look at, at the time counts, they both started after midnight on the same day. But when they go into, when the female officer goes in to, to talk to Nick, they already had part of this story. So they sort of knew where to start with him. Um, had they interviewed Nick first, I think we would have had a very different story of how they would have um, spoken to Gypsy because... We will find out that she's obviously the instigator of all of this. But it's amazing some of the things that comes up in there, like, oh, my mum has bad nerves, so she needs her nerve medicine. This is, um, it could be anxiety, it could be a, a, a range of things, but what is screaming at me is hypochondria. So her mother had the well, same Well, that makes thing. sense, yeah, doesn't it, based 100%. on the Munchausen's by yeah, proxy. Absolutely. So um, often if they don't have uh, the... Um, the attention on them, then they start inflicting this on on their children. And there is also stories that um, she may have done this to her mother as well. And it can be generational um, that it is passed down as well as passed up and right. things like that. But what we have is is a boy who is about to tell the truth, and and Gypsy is now playing herself as the victim again. You know, oh my mum had bad nerves, and she said, well, if you really love him, go. You know, it's all a lie. Yeah, but the, the, this police officer, even when Gypsy might be on the verge of telling the truth, he stops her and says, no, Nick did it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and, like, and let her tell her story. Exactly, and, and and we even have him patting her. You can hear how yes. heavy, you know, good sweetheart, you're doing a good job. He has no idea how to talk to a childlike female in this situation, you know, because usually the way but, but even worse to be that. than that, he's putting his narrative mm-hmm. and his theory into the words of this girl because every time she veers away from what he already believes, he won't have a bar of it. Mm-hmm. And it's weird that she uses quite old-fashioned terms like radical and things yes. like that, you know. It's, it's you, you can hear her mother's dialogue coming through and this is what her mother would have said. You know, so it's quite interesting that that brainwashing has still continued and that she does use old-fashioned terms. But, yeah, he won't let her talk about anything else outside of this one event and this is... is so multi-layered, but he's he's not allowing it to come through because this could have been him sitting there and just asking a question like the female officer does, you know, what colour was the knife handle, you know. Yeah. That's how it should have gone, whereas he's going in it, no, 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 don't talk about any of that, come back to the task at hand, and, yeah, it's just not good. Well, look, Gypsy does have something to say and she gets to have a little bit of a say. Let's have a listen. Don't let your friends down. Don't let those ones that, that still are there and got your back and still love you, don't let them down. Don't do that to them. Because every one of them still love you. Let's not do that. I'm just going to stop that there. I literally said she gets to speak, <laughs> and what happens? 
We played that clip and all he's done is speak. <laughs> yeah, but she will, she will say something, I promise, I promise. I'm going to play the clip again, but that just amused me considering what we were saying. <laughs> Don't let your friends down. Don't let those ones that, that still are there and got your back and still love you. Don't let them down. Don't do that to them. Because every one of them still love you. Let's not do that to them. I don't want to do that to I them. I understand we can never hurt my mom. But I'm not. But why did Nick hurt her? Now's the time to be truthful, sweetheart. No more lies. The only reason I can make up I mean, she's playing the victim card very well. I just can't get over him continually leading her down this path. But she's playing the victim card very well, isn't she? Yes, yeah, she is. And, and as, as we've said, she's played it her whole life. Now she's portraying Nick as Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. yeah. So this that was the moment that every shred of sympathy I had for, for this woman disappeared. When she did that, when she uh, pointed him to be this horrific monster who did something that she can't explain and she's denying her own involvement and playing up Nick to be a psycho, psychopathic serial killer, you know, it just makes no sense and he's eating it up. He's you, fantastic. I now have, have my story. It matches what I expected This to is happen. the case of my career. Yep, yep, yep. And it's missed so much. Yeah. Well, Gypsy continues and brings up another victim card. And how should you have listened to her? So in the video, Gypsy lifts up her shirt sleeve and shows a bruise. We can hear Hancock showing a lot of sympathy. 
Yeah, he does. And, and now he's trying to piece it together. Now it looks like that Nick went crazy and snapped and basically threw Gypsy down and, you know, tossed her out of the road and killed her mum, you know, and, and Gypsy is eating this up. She's playing the role that she's played her entire life. She is the victim in all of this. And, you know, this is the perfect moment that, you know, they're now able to sort of talk about what happened because she's now played it and 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 Hancock has said, yep, this is exactly what I guessed had, had happened and so he went with it and she absolutely ate it up. Yeah, well, let's continue. And, Amanda, you've got a gotcha moment for us here. Let's see if we can spot it. Look at me. He's trying to stop me. Gotcha moment. I'm just getting more frustrated with this guy. I'm, I'm, I'm yep. really struggling with him, Amanda. Yep. He, and I cut out ninety percent of his talking. I can tell you that right now. I'm, I'm really struggling with him. He's yep. such an idiot. He, he's blind to the full story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's the gotcha moment? <laughs> well, she had said that Didi had kicked her out, but now you know they, they didn't meet at a hotel, they met at the house. So the story is now evolving. Uh. And so this is when she she blurts out, you know, I'll tell you the full story now, you know, but, again, it's going to go off on on, on tangents. But she changed that and now she she needs to save herself by now throwing Nick in completely. Ah, well, speaking of Nick, it is time to hear from him. But that's going to happen in a moment because we're going to take a quick break here on Monsters Who Murder, Serial Killer Confessions, with a quick reminder that you can always help us out by subscribing to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mwmconfessions where you can get early access to new episodes, you can get the full back catalogue and you can get video chats and so much more. The big thing, though, is being able to communicate directly with Amanda on the Facebook page, the secret Patreon (laughs) Facebook page. And people really seem to be enjoying that experience just go to patreon.com slash mwm confessions we'll be right back with nick selling a little or a lot 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. And Robin Robbo. It's the most talked about TV show that's not on TV. And I think you guys are amazing. With raw, honest opinions. This was not a mistake. This was a lie. Exclusive stories. Some industry insiders have been talking about this. Is that a Ben Robin Robbo exclusive? And plenty of famous faces. I'm not wasting these gold moments on the 60 minutes. (laughs) The Ben Robin Robbo Show is the new way to stream your news. This is the stuff that headlines are made of. Live every Monday to Thursday at 1 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on Ticker TV or Facebook and Twitter at BRR Show. Watch live or on demand. It's the Ben Robin Robbo, Ben Robin Robbo, Ben Robin Robbo Show. Okay, now it's time to hear from Nick, who is asked about Gypsy's role in the murder. Can you tell me this first? Did Gypsy know that you were going to kill her mother? Um... Honestly, she asked me to. Okay. So so Gypsy knew you were going to do it because Gypsy asked you to. Yes. Why did she ask you to do that? Because she felt it was her only way to be with me. Okay. She felt like if, if you killed the mom, then that's the only way she could be with you. Yeah. Do you know the mom's name? I don't know her real name. All I know is that she goes by Dee Dee. Dee Okay. This guy's no nonsense. He's in love with this woman and now he's walked into a shitstorm. Yeah, pretty much. And this is 20 minutes into his interview. In Gypsy Roses, we're at about the two-hour mark and yeah. she's finally... So we can see how, how, how different uh, detectives can get different answers, but at the same time... What, you Nick, mean a competent detective and an incompetent detective? Oh, probably not in, in, incompetent because he's probably had, had, had some amazing cases, but in this one yeah. he is gone in with preconceived ideas and that it has Well, that's incompetency entire... to me. Okay, well... <laughs> Sorry, i got no time for him. No time. <laughs> now, in both interviews, they now confess, and we are going to play the two confessions side by side. Here is the start of Gypsies. And uh, he went to my mum's room, and I cried. You heard your mum crying. You heard, you heard your mum crying, and you heard your mum calling out your name. And now he's Nix. Okay, only person you do it for is Gypsy. This is the first time you ever stabbed anybody. Yes. Okay, so when you're stabbing Dee, where is she at? She's on her stomach. On her stomach where? On the floor, in the bathtub, or somewhere different? On her, uh, on the, oh my gosh, I gotta let my mind work. Oh, I have in seconds. You're fine. Take your time. She was on the bed. Her bed. Her bed. In her in her bedroom? Yes. Okay. 
so was she sleeping on her stomach or just laying there watching TV or? Sleeping on her stomach. Okay, so she's laying in her bed, sleeping on her stomach. Is she covered up with covers or uncovered or? Um, it, it actually when when I did it, it seemed like um. She had her, it was almost like a nightgown on it, it seemed okay. like. And uh, she barely even was covered at all. Okay. So okay. it was easy access to her party. Okay. So she wasn't have a, didn't have a bunch of covers on her. It made it a lot easier yeah. to do that. Okay. And um, so when she's laying there, where's the first place you decide to stab her? And uh, I just was in the random spot in the back. In the back, just random? Yes. Do you know how many times you stabbed her? Uh, four. You stabbed her four? Yeah, four times. Okay. So they're both agreeing that Nick went to the bedroom and stabbed Dee Dee. Yeah, but Gypsy's basically uh, thinking that this is an off the bat, and you know this is what she's saying that that, that Nick come in and he's evil mm. and dangerous, and his mo- and her mother hated him, and so you know this is what he, he he did because he's an angry man. But what actually happened is that Gypsy had asked Nick, as as he said, had asked him to kill her mother. They were actually going to poison her, and they googled how to poison someone, but then they realized that they couldn't get their hands on. The the right poison to do it and so they decided that they needed to stab her and gypsy rose bought the knife right so you know like it's just amazing how she's crying and sobbing and that she was you know thrown aside and he went in violently and did it um whereas nick's very matter of fact so if mm. if, if he had pushed her aside he would have actually said that his testimony is very believable. He's not bullshitting. He's no. he's like, yep, I did this. He's taking responsibility. Mm-hmm. The the reality of what he's done setting in, but he's being very upfront about it. Yeah, and um, I I think he's probably on the autism spectrum because th- there seems to be a bit of delay as well. But with that comes this honesty. He's 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 not the smartest kid, but he knows that what he's done is is wrong, and that he is actually going to just lay it all out there. He has nothing to hide. He did this for love, and that's all his story is about. Okay, let's continue with Gypsy. Um. I'm going to get a little bit personal, okay? Um, I mean, I say let's continue with Gypsy. I really mean let's continue with Detective Handcuff because he does most of the talking, (laughs) as we know. This is the last time I'm going to interrupt the clips, but he's really annoying me, in case you can't tell. um, I'm going to get a little bit personal, okay? Um, When you're in the bathroom and you heard your mom screaming... Can you kind of describe that to me? Mm-hmm. If you can, should I start from the beginning, the middle, to the end? Um, I heard of her wake up, kind of moaning. <clears throat> and, um, I heard her scream. You heard her moan, and then you heard her scream? Mm-hmm. And she Can you describe her screaming to me? No, that's an awkward question. Startled. Okay. And um, then she kept screaming louder and louder. And then she had said, Gypsy, Gypsy. And he isn't him. Gypsy, my name. She was calling for She was calling? She was calling for my name. your mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, um, I think I knew what he was doing. 
All right, let's hear what Nick says. Did she scream or holler? Or... Yeah, she did. What was she saying? Uh, first she said help, and then she didn't know, she didn't recognize who I was. And she okay. said, who are you? And then... She said, who are you? Yeah. Okay. And she didn't recognize who you are, and she says help, and then what does she say? And then she called up for Gypsy, but Gypsy didn't do anything. Okay. She hollered for Gypsy? Yes. And did she holler for Gypsy once, twice, five times? Three times. Three times? And what was she saying? Can you tell me how she said it? Um, she pretty much yelped it. Yelped it? Yes, she was like, Gypsy! Okay. Yeah, she was loud. And what did you do when she did that? Uh... It didn't stop me from keep on going. Okay. You just kept stabbing her? Yeah. Okay. Um, is there any reason that we would think that maybe you stabbed her more than four times? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. So, again, their stories match. Yeah, but are we, are we um, concerned that Hancock didn't understand why Dee would be calling out Gypsy and Gypsy actually had to say, that's my name? <laughs> Can I just, just like, I'll just point that out. You know, he he was perplexed there why this woman won't be screaming out gypsy. Did, I didn't even pick up on that. But, oh, my God, I used the word incompetent before and you defended him, Amanda Howard. Yeah, I know. I don't, like... <laughs> uh, ring the bell. Yeah, that's a point for McKnight. <laughs> Judge Roberts really going well with this one. But, but yeah, I mean, I mean, their stories match because at this point, this part of it was quite well planned. They knew that um, Nick was going to go in once um, once Dee Dee was asleep and stab her because they knew that she took meds at night to help her sleep. So they knew that her defenses would be less. Well, let's return to Gypsy being in the bathroom. After killing a mother, Nick comes to the bathroom where Gypsy had been. This is what she says. So we hear her use words like command. Yeah, she's setting it up to to be that Nick is this horrible, violent man who who did this and, you know, she was thrown into the bathroom so, you know, he could come for her her next kind of thing, you know. She's using these subtle words that have great strength and force behind Mm. them purely because that's what she's setting up. That builds up a case. Yeah, and, like, why do they care what sort of wipes? I don't know. I don't know why that was the question all, all of this that Hancock asked was, what sort of wipes? <laughs> if she said baby wipes, makeup wipes or kitchen wipes, does it matter? Didn't he want to, he didn't want to know what kind of knife or the colour of the handle, no. but he wants to know what, ni- what baby wipes. Yeah. Ah, detective incompetent. <laughs> so now Nick's version of coming into the bathroom after the murder. Let's have a listen. So, 
when where was Gypsy at when you were stabbing her? When you were stabbing Dee in the bed, where was Gypsy at? She was uh, hiding in the uh, bathroom. Okay. Why was she in the bathroom? Why was she hiding in the bathroom? Because uh, she didn't know if uh, her mom was going to kill me or not. Oh, okay. So she thought mom might kill you. Yes. Okay. Did she think mom had a weapon or? Um, uh, she didn't believe I could actually do it. That's what I think it was. Okay. So according to him, she just didn't want to see the fight. Yeah, you know, um, but there's actually another reason why she was in the bathroom. Yes, indeed. So let's continue Danique's statement and find out why. Well, who, whose decision was it for her to go in the bathroom while this was happening? Um, she said that, that that's what her she wanted to do. Okay. So I, I just let her do it. And okay. She locked the door behind herself. Okay, so she went in the bathroom, locked the door, and, and you went to do yeah. whatever you were doing. Okay, let's go back to Gypsy being in the bathroom. She earlier had said she was locked in. She realised she's been caught in another lie. Let's take a listen, Amanda. So you never went to the bedroom? No, sir. You said they had locked you in the bathroom? Describe how that happened. Um, as I was going towards my mom's room, So she never thought about unlocking the door. Yeah, the lies are just pathetic now. Yeah, so, you know, oh, he locked me in the bathroom. So what, the bathroom door locks on the outside? Oh, no, it was locked on the inside. I was the person that could open it. No one else could open it. <laughs> but I didn't think to come out. You know, this is the mother that she loves and adores, that is being killed and screaming for Gypsy, but she didn't think to lock the to unlock the door and come out and help. So, no. yeah. yeah. Let's go to the more trustworthy killer. Nick has more of the story. You you stabbed me in the bed, and Gypsy's in the bathroom. And so what happens after you're done stabbing Dee? I uh, knocked on the door, and I also scratched on the door twice to let her know that was me instead of her mom. Oh, so is that a code you guys came up yeah. with? Okay, so what was the code again? It was three knocks and then two scratches. Okay, three knocks, two scratches. And then that was so that way she would know in the bathroom. That, it, that was so Gypsy would know that it was you and not her mom. Yep. Okay, and did you guys plan that out before? Uh, we, like I said, we went back and forth between more than one idea, but that would end up being the one that we stick with. Okay, okay. Um, so... Um, after that happens, after you do the three knocks and the two scratches, does she open the door? Uh, not right away. Okay, what happens? She wanted to save uh, her private part okay. and uh, her legs. Okay, she wanted to save her private part and her legs? Yes, for me. Okay. Um, did she 
has she ever done that before? Is this something new? Um, uh, usually her mom does not let her shave her legs. Okay. So her mom doesn't let her shave her legs? Yeah. Does her mom let her shave her privates? Her... Uh, her mom never seemed to care about that before. Okay. So, yeah. So how did you know she wanted to do that for you? Um, uh, because, uh, she, uh, well, she did it. Okay. That's how it's kind of... What did you do while like, she's shaving her legs and stuff? I waited for her. Okay. So let me get this straight. Her boyfriend is stabbing her mother and she's shaving all over. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, she's a terrified girl scrunched up in the corner with her hands over her ears crying and sobbing, as she has told Hancock. Um, and yet Nick says that, that this is what Sherry was doing instead. But can I just say um, the, the secret knocks and scrapes on the doors? Couldn't he go, hi, it's Nick? <laughs> but anyway, I just you know. Yeah, but maybe people get caught up there. They they're do. plotting murder. Everything is cloak and dagger. Yeah, so you know, literally cloak and dagger. Um, you know, but yeah. So so uh, she's not all heartbroken about her her mum dying. So I mean, I would love to see this interview. I would love for Hancock to hear what Nick says and take that back to Gypsy. But it doesn't oh. happen. It would have been amazing. But, you know, it, it, it does play in, into it later. But, yeah, so we have um, Nick stabbing her mum and Gypsy Rose is shaving her vagina. Well, let's go back to Detective Dickhead uh, because Gypsy comes out of the bathroom and this is where we get very different stories. I was in shock and then he took me to my bedroom and um, he made me take off all my toys off the bed. She is some piece of work. So Gypsy is claiming Nick then raped her. This is what Nick says, and his word choice is very important here. And then what happens? And then, uh... She wanted to have sex with me, so I did. Okay. She wanted to have sex with you? Yes. Okay. And so where did you guys have sex at? In her bedroom. In? Her bed. Her bed. In yes. uh, Gypsy's bed? Yes. Okay. Um, and so you guys have sex? Yes. And what kind of sex? What What is sex like to you? Well, well to me, uh, the, the kind of sex that it was, it was pretty much uh, about 100% consensual. Is okay. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, she, uh, obviously I was the one I was in charge, but she went along with it willingly. Okay. Yeah. And so what did you guys do when you had sex? Um, uh, we pretty much did all three things. We did anal, we did all, all of them. Okay. Yeah. So you, you had anal sex with her? Yes. And then what's the other? I can't guess. Um, uh, oral. Okay. Like I said, all of them. Um, uh, vagina, all of them. Okay. Okay. When you say oral, is that you providing oral sex to her and her providing oral sex to you? or Both. Is it both? Okay. Both. And that happened in her bed? Yes. Okay. So this is really interesting. He specifically brings up the word consensual. Um, why is he feeling he's having to say that? 
Uh, because earlier in, in, in the interview, the officer actually asked, uh, did he have sex with D as well? So, you know, and they go into a whole thing about necrophilia and things like that. But um, he is adamant that that wasn't part of it. And um, though he had sex with Gypsy, he um, says that he didn't climax. And there's a whole thing that I've, I've, I've cut out here, you know, but he just wants to make it adamant that they were equal partners in this. You know, he he is straight out, you know, he has 100% nothing to lose. He's, he's, he's just going through with the whole thing. You know, I'll tell you everything, all that sort of stuff, you know, but it's interesting because they are actually being in, interviewed at the same time. But when the female officer actually arrived to begin with, she said, Gypsy, She's told us everything, but had she told them everything and they went with her side of the story, this interview would have gone differently, whereas he yeah. has just laid it out. He because they would wouldn't have come in and said, Well, Gypsy said this, 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 and this. They said to they said to Nick, Gypsy's told us everything, so so just talk. And and he went, Oh well, okay, I'll talk, expecting that their stories to line up. So he's yes. making sure that, you know, that they say, Well, after after he killed her mother, they then had sex. And so he wanted to know that this wasn't part of some attack, that she was consent, consenting in this and that they were doing this together, and hence, you know, it, it would have been easy to check in if the shaving story was true, let's face it. Yeah, well, that's proof positive right there. Look, let's go back to Gypsy, who has just said, let me remind you, that Nick raped her. And um, we stayed there and um, until we can get a bus, a Greyhound bus, but the, the Greyhound bus that he was going to take to go back to Wisconsin um, was too full for me. So, um... And he told them my name was Bella Godishan. Okay. So they couldn't track me. And, um, and so we took the Greyhound bus and we came here where we stayed for a few days at his parents' house. Okay. Why are you wearing a wig? Because my hair is fully grown out and he didn't want people to recognize me. Okay. What, where's that wig at now? Back at his house, all my stuff is at his here. house. In, um, here okay. uh, in Big Bend. Oh, Big Bend. Okay. <clears throat> and I, I have um, money there. I have my social security cards there. I have um, a, a, an extra feeding tube there. Okay. So you got all that extra stuff there. Yeah, okay. important things that I have to get back. Okay. What is going to happen to me, sir? Well, I'm glad you asked that, and we'll talk about that, okay? I want to get a few more things out of the way, okay? You said that when you were in the house, you guys were supposed to go outside. And him and your mom, I mean, what was him and your mom sleeping? Sleep? She didn't know he was there. Okay, so she had no idea he was there. No. Had they argued or anything before? Or, I mean, um, why, why did he? And we're back to that question of why. why? And I want you to tell me why he did this. I know why. Um, on the phone, they had an argument. I wanted them to get along so bad. And um, I invited him to come in March to see Cinderella with me. The movie. That's March. Okay. The movie Cinderella. And anyway, um, unfortunately, it hurt my mom's feelings because I paid more attention to him than her. Okay. Okay, so she's concerned about herself and claims she wanted to play happy families, but when the three of them went to see Cinderella, her mum was jealous about the pair, with Gypsy and Nick only thinking about each other. It sounds innocent enough, but what Nick says about seeing Cinderella 
is very different. Have a listen. Okay. Um, do you know if this is the first time Gypsy ever had sex? Mm, actually, I do know if it is. Is it or not? It isn't. Okay. So she's had sex before she had sex with you? She's had sex with me. It's actually one when we took her virginity. Oh, so you guys had sex a different time than this? Yes. Oh, when did that happen? It was uh, in a, uh, what the heck was it? It was a theater. In a theater? Yeah. In Springfield or somewhere different? Springfield. Wow, did her mom know? Um, <laughs> we tripped it from her mom. Okay. <laughs> Where did you have sex at in the theater? It was in a bathroom. Okay, in a girl's bathroom or boy's bathroom? She just took me to the boy's bathroom. I didn't have any choice. I just went right into the boy's bathroom. I was going to see okay with it. Okay, okay. <laughs> was, was that um, a year ago, two years ago? Um, How long ago was that? That was back in March. Back in March of? This year. Oh, okay, so you were in Springfield before. Yep. And did her mom know you were here? Uh, no, I got to meet her mom in person for the first time. And was her mom nice to you? or? Yeah, she was really nice to me. And okay. I, I don't know what it was, but apparently the night got ruined in some way. I, I couldn't, I was trying to understand what was going on with her mom, but okay. I don't know exactly what happened. So Gypsy seems to be the aggressor in this sexual relationship. It is. I mean, I, th- I think what we have is two young people in love and didn't last. Yeah, sure. You know, that, 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 that's basically what this is, you know. I think it was innocent but as, as dangerous because of, of Gypsy's lifestyle that, that she's grown up in, um, that she, she's been taught to lie and she's been sheltered, that finally she has this bit of freedom and um, she's she's growing out of the lies and realises that, that she's still trapped in them. So, you know, this is how we end up here is because, she realises that she can't grow up and have her mum at the same time. It's just not going to happen. Now, look, a while ago we played a section where Gypsy claimed that Nick was aggressive. Let's have a listen to that section again. <laughs> it's very hard for you to try to stop him, wasn't it? He's too strong, with me. Yeah, I see that. Now, that was the section where Gypsy raised her sleeve and showed a a bruise, and Hancock, understandably, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt here, showed concern. Now, 20 minutes later, he comes back to that, but the answers are very, very different. How'd you get these stuff around your neck? How'd you get all that? They're hickeys. They're just hickeys? Okay. How'd you get this? Um, that is uh, a hickey, and that one's a bruise. Hang on, so she claims that the marks on her arms are now hickeys, but Hancock gives her the victim card again and she plays it. You're telling me this is a hickey? You've been been honest with me this whole time now. Don't start lying to me now. What is this and how did you get it? I'm a guy. I would never give a girl a hickey on her arm, okay? How'd you get that prayers? Look at me. Okay, Amanda, what's the truth? Well, I can tell you not much of what Gypsy says is is the truth, you know. Yeah, I'm feeling that. <laughs> but there is something that's missing from this interrogation. Okay, what's that? Where's the abuse? She's she's quick to 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 complain about one bruise from Nick, 
but at the same time she can talk about the years of abuse. They don't talk about her wheelchair. They don't talk about her feeding tube. They don't talk mm. about her, her cropped hair. None of this comes up, you know. This is all stuff that, that has happened and they're not asking those questions about the further abuse. I mean, yes, again, as I said, we are looking in, in hindsight and we know all of that, but there is so much of it that could have been said that hasn't been said. That There has been no motive to kill the mum in any of this. They're yes. just assuming that it is um, a, a young couple who, you know, as, as Hancock says, you know, mum didn't want her little girl to grow up, you know. But there's so many signs that we've seen in this. Are you 22? Are you 25? You know, why is your hair shaped? Why do you have a feeding tube? Why were you in a wheelchair and now you're walking? Like all of this is missing from any of this interrogation. It does not come up once. He does not say to her, so what's with the wheelchair? Yeah. He's, sorry, I, I stand by <laughs> Detective Dickhead. You know, I, I mentioned it quickly before. He's done my head in. Um, I, yeah, I, I just think this was woeful, the attitude, the way he approached this interrogation. I just think it was woeful. Well, look, in the end, the story of the abuse Gypsy had suffered at the hands of her mother, it did come out, but it did not excuse the crime that was committed, and both Nick and Gypsy were put on trial for the murder of Claudine D.D. Blanchard. In Missouri, murder carries the death penalty, but it was not sought in this case. Gypsy got a deal for second-degree murder and was sentenced to 10 years. Golda John still faced a first-degree murder charge, but before his trial, he was mandated to undergo psychological testing and intelligence evaluations and was found to have an IQ of 82 and was on the autism spectrum. His trial began in December 2017. Gypsy testified at his trial and said that she had asked him to kill her mother. Golda John was found guilty of first-degree murder. He was sentenced to life in 2019. He has since appealed on diminished capability. Gypsy may be released in 2025. Amanda, I have really for want of a better term, enjoyed this. I've been frustrated by this, but it's been compelling. And that brings us to the end of Season 9 of Monsters Who Murder Serial Killer Confessions. I know this has been an interesting one. We've done 911 calls and families and all of this sort of stuff. It, it, it was something that I just wanted to take away from the serial killers just a bit, just to have a play around with different types of killers to, to, to mix it up and keep you all excited. Well, what have we got coming up in Season 10? Oh, we're going to do a lot more serial killers and there's some big cases to come. I'm hoping to do D'Angelo in this case, um, but we will see in the new season. It depends on how much I can get through in that time. I'm now off uni for the rest of the year, so my focus now is getting lots of material onto the podcast. All right, well, Season 10 will be coming your way very soon. Until then, go to Patreon and go through the whole back catalogue. It's right there for you for as little as $5. We'll see you very soon on Monsters Who Murder, Serial Killer Confessions. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 